Welcome back to the SNX Farm Supply High School Highlight Show here on Jock 98.7. This segment brought to you by Freedom Bank. Freedom Bank of Southern Missouri with locations in Willard and Cassville. And to that end, we go to Willard. And uh, we welcome to the Scoreboard Guy Network, uh, Willard Head Baseball Coach, uh, Coach Scott McGee. Coach McGee, hey, hey, thanks so much for your time. I know it's – a lot of people got time on their hands, but uh, it's uh, – I appreciate you being generous with your time. Thank you for having me on, and yes, I. This has been my uh, least busy week I've had in a long time, so I'm, I'm glad to do it. Well, to that end, you know, just the first question out of the gate is, uh, you know, I know the McGee family very uh, involved at Willard Schools. You and your and your wife both work at Willard Schools. Uh, what's this last several days here been like for you, just as a family? As a family, it's been awesome. Um, you know, my wife is the athletic secretary at the school, so uh, her and I have been able to. Uh, she has had to work a little bit, but uh, otherwise we've kind of been able to hang out all week. Uh, our son's in sixth grade, uh, so we've been able to hang out with him quite a bit. So family-wise, this week has been been really awesome. Uh, you know, never in the spring are we ever able to have any sort of a break. So uh, that part has been really, really good. And Coach McGee, as you look back, you know, ten days ago, you know, I, you know, last Thursday or two Thursdays ago, I'm 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 on my way in to town to cover for our Haynes to do sports talk. He calls me because he's on a bus, you know, going to KCI to fly out to play UC Irvine. He calls me at Clinton. He says, guy, we've turned around and we're coming back. So I'll do sports talk, which allowed me to, to go into and be involved with Misha because I was a host for, for Misha. So it kind of changed my schedule. And then that drastically changed as you look at this and it just seems to have, it happens so rapidly from Tuesday night with the NBA players getting diagnosed, yeah. NBA shutting down Wednesday, you know the uh, ML or NBC women's tournament shuts down, and then it it starts filtering down into Mesha. You know, just kind of take us through that 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 ten days emotionally uh, for you being not only obviously a, a great high school fan and, and coach of, of baseball and sports, but also just a sports fan. What was that like emotionally? Uh, it's been it's been tough, you know. I started uh, kind of following some of this uh, COVID stuff about a month ago uh, when it kind of started to crop up overseas. And uh, you know, as a history teacher and I teach psychology and sociology, it was kind of interesting to me. And as the season got closer, I started to think oh, this might impact us a little bit. Uh, but the magnitude to which it's impacted our entire society has been uh, shocking to me. Uh, you know, it's been one of those things where last week we're walking off the field. We ended up, it didn't rain so much last week that we ended up having a nighttime practice with our varsity and JV only. And we're taking fly balls in the outfield. I'm walking off the field and Garrett Rice uh, says to me, hey, did you see the NBA season just got canceled or suspended? And I was like, what are you talking about? So about that time, all of our phones started going off that uh, multiple players from the Utah Jazz had tested positive or, or maybe it was just one at that time that um, you know, and then next thing you know, it just starts snowballing. And so, you know, this this last week would have been the time where you had NBA playoff seeds starting to get set. You had college basketball tournament was started yesterday, uh, and for that to all happen has just been been uh, pretty crazy. Uh, in addition to obviously uh, our high school baseball season being impacted to a pretty significant degree. And you look at the Willard Tigers coming into this season, a nationally ranked team probably ranked one, two, or three uh, in class five going into the season. 
How did you handle that with your kids, and, and kind of what has been their response? Uh, they've been awesome about it all. Uh, they've obviously been very disappointed that we're not playing, but uh, they have continued to uh, be optimistic about us having a season. Uh, you know, we are ranked 40th in the nation by Max Preps. Uh, the state coaches poll came out this, uh, yesterday morning and ranked us number one in Class 5. Uh, the the uh, expectations for our team were very high, and honestly, since the middle of last June, our kids have been extremely motivated to make it back to the Final Four and hopefully win it all this year. Uh, and so they have been, they've really handled it really well. Uh, I actually had a couple of them that said, hey, it might be okay for us to take a small break here right before the season starts. Um, so they've been, they've been really optimistic about it, and uh, we're just hopeful we get an opportunity to play again at some point this spring. Coach, give the listeners kind of an idea of how many seniors are on your team and, and who this yeah. really affects. This is not, you know, you look at the NAIA and, the, and they're going to give everybody in the spring sports an extra two semesters, but right. they can't bring college, high school kids back. No, no. And we, we, have, we actually have 15 seniors this year, uh, most of which have grown up and have known each other for a very long time because, uh, you know, hey, we're a, if you've been to Willard, it's a small town. We're not, uh, we're not a big city. Uh, our kids have known each other. They had kindergarten and first grade classes together. Uh, they have talked about playing together forever. Um, and so we've got 15 seniors. Now, we do have several of them going on to play college baseball, but we also have some guys that this is going to be their last rodeo. I mean, this is the last opportunity they have to get to play. And so for them to be impacted in this way, you know, we, we sometimes think about the guys like Garrett Rice, Grant Harris, that are I mean, their whole lives are baseball. Uh, but you also have kids that this is the last couple of months they'll ever get to play this game. So um, they've been impacted as well. And then on top of that, we will we will play a couple of juniors, and you know they I think they would would be the ones to tell you that uh, if they're going to win a state title, it's probably going to be this year. Um, you know when you've got 15 seniors and you start eight seniors and and your top four pitchers are seniors, it's uh you know, we're going to lose a lot after this year. So uh, it even impacts those guys too. It's not just the seniors; it impacts your entire program when you don't get to play this year, or or at least get delayed to start the year. Right, and you know we talked a little bit about this off the air, but I, you know, originally I was kind of maybe harsh on Misha and, and even the governor to an extent of saying, "Hey, you got to let these co- these kids and coaches know." But you know, as I looked at it and I talked to other coaches, you know, about it, I I think this was probably a good move on Misha's part to not cancel the season, but still leave some optimism there where you've got some kids that are going to continue to work out, they're going to continue to try and get better, and they're going to continue with their studies, you know, online, yes. where kids just don't give up. So I think that's a that's a positive. It is. Um, you know, I think right now everyone says we're, we're canceled through April 3rd, and uh, I think there's a decent chance it'll go a little bit longer than that. Uh, but everyone's kind of out here been, been pretty optimistic about the fact that we will hopefully get back to school and get some sort of, some sense of normalcy back. Uh, I think if Misha or our governor were to cancel school the rest of the year, um, what, do, what do kids do the rest of the spring? Um, because whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of the kids, um, they still live kind of in a bubble. They don't follow all of this stuff really well. They're still hanging out together. They're still ready to, to get back to it, get back to school, and get back to playing. So uh, I'm not saying they don't understand the seriousness of this, but um, – you know, I think sometimes we're in this rush to make a 
a decision, uh, we just don't know exactly what's going to happen. And so until we have to make a decision, um, I've been very supportive of Mission or Governor for uh, waiting this out and, and let's see what happens. Uh, it, we may be delaying the inevitable. We don't know. But uh, we are optimistic about what we've got going on right now. And I think at this point, probably Mission is going to allow the schools to make those decisions or the governor, you know, make yeah. those decisions where schools are just at some point, uh, maybe it's in St. Louis or Kansas City or maybe it's Springfield. Uh, they cancel the, you know, they cancel the season, the rest of the year. Conferences start doing it, similar to what, you know, the GLVC canceled the rest of their camp, uh, conference season prior to the NCAA Division II doing it. Um, you know, with you and your background in, in, in history and, and, and psychology, and, and having looked at this, you know, what's a best case scenario that you look at as you look at the numbers? And they've started to decline in China now, but we're about two months behind China as far yeah. as that as far as that curve even and not that curve but just optimistically what what are your what's your best and worst case scenario what i'm hoping is i mean honestly they're you know i'm hoping that they can find some sort of medication or something that can delay this or to make this not as bad and, and maybe i'm just uh living in a fool's world but i'm hopeful that we can find some way to uh, help these people who do get sick with this uh, obviously, we're not going to develop a vaccine for this anytime soon, but uh, as far as medication goes, that could help. I'm hopeful that some of the things that are going on in New York and California will delay this uh, or flatten this curve out, as you just said, um, that would allow us to maybe get back to playing um, at some point this spring. You know, it's it's not like we have to, to get back to playing today. I mean, today would have been our opening day. Um, you know, and in typical spring fashion, it's 39 degrees and it's rained all week, but um, so I don't know if we would have gotten the play or not, but I think it's been good for us to go ahead and get to get out there and uh, remain optimistic about what might happen. Um, you know, the thing is, if we're going to end up having school, uh, there's no way that we could justify not playing an outdoor sport. If the students can ride a bus to school and sit in classrooms all day, we can surely drive to Nixon and play a baseball game. And um, so I'm, I'm just kind of looking optimistically at that and, I think for the students, uh, not just the baseball players, but all of our students, uh, getting them back to school, if that's at all possible, should be a priority of our entire society. You know, I, I tweeted out some things earlier this week about, you know, teammates and, uh, you know, staying connected. And I know it would be virtual, it would be online kind of connections, holding each other account accountable. Uh, you know, how are you maintaining uh, at that uh, social uh Distance, I guess. Uh, how are you maintaining contact with your players, and, and what what are their thoughts, and, and what are they doing right now? Well, we have we've communicated over the Remind app, and, and some of them I text with quite a bit, um, and uh, some of them are continuing to go out in their front yards and throw and swing a bat, and uh, you know some of them have home gyms that they're working out in. Uh, the other thing we're we're doing is uh, we have a youth baseball program that's grades K through six. And uh, our assist, one of our, our assistant coaches, Daniel Davis, who's our hitting coach, had come up with the idea of why don't we put out a video every day of things that uh, drills you could do at home, and we send those out to our young kids. And so um, today the first one's about to be released on our Willard Tigers Youth Baseball Facebook page. And so our high school kids next week are going to, to jump in on that and just um, do a video a day for all of our uh, K through six players uh, that are you know sitting at home. It's going to be nice weather next week. 
maybe they can go out in their backyard and and do a couple drills uh, to to continue working at baseball. So I'm uh, doing some of those kind of connectedness uh, type things. Um, obviously, our team is very very close. Um, when you work out together pretty much year round, uh, you develop a really strong team chemistry. And more than that, this is a a team that gets along extremely well. So I do know they are communicating quite frequently, and uh, we're just trying to. Hopefully, we get to all get back together and, and play together again. Well, just the encouragement of that, of, of having those students, student athletes that, uh, and they may or may not be getting together anyway, but just uh, having them hold each other accountable, sharing their workouts, sharing what they did that day, uh, it, it's got to be a positive, a positive influence on those kids, uh, you know, on a daily basis. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, and it's. One of those things where I think that's another reason and another benefit to our school, what they've done in, in Misha and the governor of not canceling everything is um, they understand there is a lot of stuff still coming up. Um, and so that allows them to kind of continue to work towards a goal. Um, you know, our school is going to offer some opportunities for enrichment learning next week. And, uh, you know, not all 15 of our seniors are going on to play college baseball. A lot of them are, but all 15 of them are planning to go to college. And you also just can't take this huge learning gap. So uh, staying connected in with our school and with their teammates uh, has also been a big part of that uh, just to enhance their learning. Yeah, as you look, you look forward to, uh, uh, say, perhaps you get an opportunity to get started that, and I'm still looking at April 13th. And that's and, and the reason yeah. there is, you know, that's the day after Easter. And if something's good is going to happen, it's going to be the day after Easter. <laughs> yes. But... If you get an opportunity there to to start on April thirteenth, and you know, have you been in conversations with other coaches about yes. hey, if we start here, this that you know we're going to play our conference games. If we start here, we're going to play our district games. And, you know, and because April thirteenth, you know, baseball season is the shortest season. Uh, yes. And so you've got just a number of weeks to get you know as many games as as you can. Uh, what 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 would that schedule look like? For example, just ballpark if it started, you got to start on that April thirteenth. Well, if we were to start on April thirteenth, that would give us thirty one days until district started. Um, the state allows us to play now. Most our, our two tournaments have already been canceled uh, due to uh, the season being suspended here at the start. Uh, but if if that was the case, we would try to play as many games as humanly possible. Uh, you know, we start workouts the first day of school, and we do take a week off over Christmas break, and then we take dead week off right before the season starts. But uh, a lot of our kids uh, practice either baseball or play another sport six days a week since school starts. So we view our job as coaches to get as many games as possible for them. So I think what what has been kind of floated around amongst some people would be to play three conference games a week uh, beginning that week. And then on top of that, so we, if you're looking at like a Tuesday, Thursday, Friday conference schedule, then we would also pick up games on Mondays and Saturdays with non-conference people um, and take Wednesdays off from games just to try to get uh, as many games as we possibly could over that next month, provided other people are willing to play and are allowed to play. Uh, we have an advantage. We were able to get our 14th day of practice in right before we got shut down. So technically, every one of our players is eligible to play as soon as we start school again. And so if that happens, then we are going to be ready to go. 
Well, as you look at this, it's it's just been an amazing, you know, ten days, and we talked about this at the beginning. But uh, uh, you know, what what have your thoughts been? You know, just with regards to, and I know you're you're an avid NBA fan, uh, Major yeah. League Baseball fan. You know, what what have your thoughts been as as you've watched some of the things that have happened there? Yeah, I mean, I'm so hard up for entertainment. I might watch the Cardinals even play right now. Um, because I'm a pretty big Cubs fan, but uh, you know it's been it's been different. Uh, you know, one of the things is we always say, "Well, if we had a little more time off." For example, I almost never watched the NCAA tournament. Um, I've been in season. Uh, I've been coaching in this conference now for 16 years, 17 years. Um, you know, so when the NCAA tournament rolls around and everyone's always really into their brackets and stuff, I've never been that involved in all of that. And this year, you know, hey, we got no no baseball going on right now. That would be something I could do. Uh, but but realistically, there's just not much you can do uh, entertainment-wise. And, you know, we think a lot about the high school kids, and we think a lot about the college kids. But it, it extends further than that. I mean, if you're talking about, uh, you know, the NBA, I mean, how many more chances does LeBron James have to win an NBA title? And uh, this might be something that impacts uh, those chances. And you look at Major League Baseball, and you've got guys that are about to be free agents. I read an article this morning that Mookie Betts might have his free agency delayed a year. I mean, I think the entire sports world is as much up in the air as our entire country is. Um, we just don't really know exactly what's going to happen. And we're just all kind of in this holding pattern to see if we can't get this virus under control so we can return to some sense of normalcy um, in our country and in our sports world. Absolutely. And we're visiting with uh, Scott McGee from Willard Baseball, the head coach at Willard. And uh, Coach McGee, there, you know, I always try and look for the positives, and this is a heinous uh, situation that's going on right now. It's, uh, you know, there are no more, you know, this isn't Willard versus Ozark. This isn't, you know, Willard versus Republic. This, this is the United States of America versus uh, an unknown, unseen uh, virus that's weaponized itself and attacking us. But at some point, you got, you know, I try and look for the positives coming out of that. And from a high school coach's standpoint, with regards to yourself and uh, your family and, and even the kids are playing, are there some positives that you can draw on from this? Because you have to find some. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, number one, getting to spend time with your family um, is something that we all at times neglect. Uh, enjoying learning how to stay at home and not be constantly entertained and be able to just enjoy ourselves and our lives is, is a big thing. And then also just appreciating what you have, you know. It, it's just, it's one of those things, uh, since I've been, a, just just with this group of seniors, uh, this is just something I was thinking about earlier. Uh, we have had uh, an assistant coach pass away. We had a former player, who's a player's brother, pass away. Uh, we had one of our main assistants, who's been at Willard for 30 years, have a major heart attack in the fall. Um, and we we lost a state semifinal game uh, with two outs in the seventh inning when we were up two runs, um, and now we have this situation. And if that doesn't prepare you for what life is going to be like, I don't know what else does. Um, and we have been able to just learn to appreciate the fact that we all still get to do what we love, and I do feel like for the kids who get an opportunity to play again, whether that's this year or in college, um, are going to attack every day with just enjoyment and passion and an ability to want to get better. And um, 
you know, you had kids reaching out telling me they missed school. I mean, you know, what, what high school seniors miss school? Uh, but but they, they really uh, just enjoy that, that uh, part of it. So I hope we just all are learning to appreciate what we have. Um, there are places that uh, life is like this almost every day for them. There's people who have to live like this almost every day. And for us to kind of get a glimpse of that, I hope we learn to enjoy what we do get to do and what we do get to have. Visiting again with Coach Scott McGee. Coach McGee, uh, you know, what's uh, are, you, are you taking advantage of Netflix? Are you watching old YouTube? Are you watching, you know, Dory Noka talked a little bit about going back with his son and watching the, the you know, the 1980 Miracle on Ice game. What, what, what are some things that you're taking advantage of with this time with just with your family and some of your favorite sports moments? Yeah, I'm, I've actually been able to hang out with my son a ton, uh, work him out a bunch. Usually in the spring, my wife has to take over all of those things. So he plays baseball and basketball, and I've been able to be around him a lot with basketball, but not much with baseball because I'm always so busy during the season. Uh, but I've been able to do that with him every single day in our backyard. Uh, on top of that, I've been re-watching. Uh, so the Netflix series Ozark uh, comes back out next week. So I've, I've re-watched the first two seasons of that to try to, try to get ready. Uh, I've done some reading. Um, you know, and just try and, and then honestly been able to, uh, we had a Skype call with my history department today just to kind of all hang out a little bit, um, and talk about, you know, school, et cetera. Uh, just trying to enjoy, uh, the everyday moments we get to have, um, and get to enjoy the, the time we get to, to spend together because, uh, I think we're all kind of learning that a lot of us don't know how to live this way. A lot of us don't know how to hang out just at our house. And so learning to enjoy that is, is very important. Oh, absolutely. And I had, uh, I tweeted out, oh, two weeks to, well, I guess two and a half weeks ago, hey, what if we lost everything tomorrow that we didn't thank God for today? Well, we've lost just yes. about everything. Yes, we have. And it's... A bunch, you know, a bunch of stuff that we think matters a lot that we're quickly finding out doesn't. Um, you know, that we can, we have to learn how to make do and enjoy the things that we get to do. Yes, you're exactly right. All right. Well, Coach McGee, what, uh, what are your plans for this week coming up? Um, well, I'm going to enjoy some nice weather outside, and I'm going to reach out to several coaches in the area. I've talked with a couple of them today. Um, I'm going to try to get involved in some online coaching clinics and then otherwise just hang out with my wife and son as much as I possibly can. We are organizing some meals for students uh, at our grades K-12 through next week at the school, so I'm going to go up to the school and, and work a couple days next week with that. But um, otherwise, just kind of enjoy uh, the time we're getting to have off, and hopefully we get to get back to having a season as soon as possible. Uh, you bet. Coach McGee, as always, I certainly appreciate your, your time, being generous with your time and your insight, and uh, I, I could spend two hours talking to you. But, <laughs> I could uh, use a little guy. <laughs> we are, you know, we're 23 minutes into this, and it feels like we've talked for five minutes. Agreed. Agreed. So... Hey, Coach McGee, uh, best of luck. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, you know, uh, you know, keep your family close. And and uh, I hope everyone uh, comes out well out of this out of the Willard Tigers. Thank you very much, and good luck to you. And thanks for all you do for not just high school sports, but local colleges, and just the influence you have in our communities. So thank you very much. Hey, you bet, you bet, Coach Scott McGee from Willard High School. This segment. Brought to you by Great Southern Bank, and we'll be back after these messages from ESPN Radio.